reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Exactly where the car hits. Me myself, I was standing where exactly where the car hits the wall. I was standing at the wall. So the person just came. Yes, before you entered the entrance. And you, the car ran into all the seven of you. All the seven of us, but then we escaped from it. And nothing happened to you. Nothing happened to us. And the five are in the hospital. Yeah, in the hospital. And he said, last Sunday, I last said what? You, you made a declaration that we should receive supernatural escape. Escape from evil. From I evil. The last, when you were going. Then we were going. That was the I last. I said, may the Lord deliver you from evil. You remember? And again, we're all of you together, like as we are standing here, we are together. We were together. Because actually... um. Our work is insurance. Yes. And most of the companies are there. So it's like you can't be in the office. You have to walk around the yard. But so we have a place that we all stand time. together. And the car came for the seven Je- of you. The seven of us. We speed. And you escaped. We escaped. All of us were running, but then we nothing happened to us. The two of us. Receive supernatural escape in the name of Jesus. Any devil looking for you will not find you. The blood of Jesus covers you. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right side. It shall not come nigh thy dwelling place. Clap your hands for Jesus. Beautiful. Beautiful. God bless you. Keep clapping your hands. Let's celebrate the covering we have over our lives. Hallelujah. I would like to have a brief interaction with the zonal leaders. Um, just out here on the cruise. Yes, out here. Just 40 seconds. So please, zonal leaders, kindly see me out there. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? Are you very happy to be in church? Can you announce it with a hand clap unto the Lord? Amen. Before we take our seats, I want us to take our memory verse from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 
and verse 12. Shall we read this beautiful scripture together? One, go. Again, wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. First Corinthians. I'm sure you understand this verse. You know, sometime, some time ago, and people used to quote this verse as a curse. It's like you, you think you are standing, you will fall. You see something. This is almost like it's a bad thing to think that you are standing. Do you see? But that's not what the verse is teaching us. It is important to think that you are standing. It's not wrong. In fact, it is important to stand. Paul says, having done all to stand, Stand therefore with your loins get about with truth. The breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith. You know. So don't let anybody intimidate you that it is wrong to stand. It is important to even think that you are standing. But before you think you are standing, make sure you are standing. If you are on the ground, you need to know that you are on the ground and not to think that you are standing. Amen. So there's nothing wrong with thinking that you are standing. But what the Bible is rather saying is that be careful, take heed, otherwise, you will fall. Amen. That's all. But it's important to stand. But just be careful lest you fall. Which means that if you are standing today, don't think you'll be standing forever. Amen. Don't think you are going to stand forever. You must continually examine yourself to make sure that you are still standing. I mean, if you are here, you are in church today. Honestly. Honestly. In a certain way, you are standing. Yeah. It takes a lot to go to church on Sunday. You may not know. Especially when you come to a church like this where the messages are spicy hot with kebab pepper on it and you are still coming you must have a certain level of stability hello yes but take heed lest a year by this time you will be at home you don't go to church anymore that's what the verse is saying so stand and think that you are standing Believe that you are standing. Only that be humble. And walk humbly before the Lord. Lest you fall. You will fall in Jesus name. Anybody expecting you to fall. Will fall first. And he will be on the ground. Watching you standing on your two feet. Yes. Any evil eye expecting that. I mean, you will fall financially or you will fall in your marriage. You will fall spiritually. You will fall. You will fall uh, academically. You are going to stand and grow taller and bigger and more and more powerful. In the name of Jesus. You will not fall. Only that you must be dedicated and committed to 
doing the same things you've been doing. Coming to church. Not just make yourself a Sunday church goer, but make yourself a stable, committed. That's what the two, two are you twins, by the way? You're not twins. You're just friends. Childhood friends. Yes. Just, is that what? They were not serious. But today, they are standing as shepherds. Yeah. They have come to stand in front of 1,000 people to speak to them. If I give you a microphone to come and stand there, you will urinate. You will see that in front of you is water. Even your English will not be good at the time. We'll give you the microphone. Your English weren't good at the time. You are going to stand. Ten years from now, you'll be standing. Twenty years from now, you'll be standing. I got born again 32 years ago. I'm still standing by the grace of God. You will also stand after 30 years. Born Sema Yesu. May you stand in Jesus' name. So let's take it again. One go. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Wherefore, please turn it off of the gen and quote it. Advise your neighbor. Just turn to someone and advise the person. That person, I want to share a scripture I've learned today with you. And now share the scripture you have learned today. I'm not saying warn the person that you are going to fall. We are, I'm cursing you that you are falling. Somebody is warning you. People are warning you. I saw Reverend Michael warning somebody. It's a blessing to be in church. Clap your hands for Jesus. And I want us to share with a prayer. Father, we thank you. We ask that you speak to us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. Glory to God. It's been a very wonderful journey preaching from this book, The Art of Ministry. You are blessed to be in a church where we use the pulpit to preach to you about serving God. You can be in a certain church for 40 years and not hear one minute of what I'm sharing with you from this book. That's why I bless God for the life of our father and pastor, Bishop Dagwood Mills, who has written many such books guiding us to serve the Lord. Because it's a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a privilege to serve the Lord. And it's my prayer that everyone under the sound of my voice will have something to do in the house of the Lord. May the Lord cover you as you serve him. May he deliver you from evil as you serve him. Today, I want to introduce an aspect of working for God that you need to hear in church because there is nowhere else you will hear this from. 
and then me person me dying afanye bia e fa asafu ejuma na ho ah asafu mu asori na ubetie no e san say baby be any wa obesan atis san no kure if i don't tell you nobody else will tell you samima ndanadi anchra wa obi bia ndanadi anchra and that is full time ministry and then they say who to who ache asafu ejuma na kura serving god full time it's one way of serving God. And it is actually what God has ordained for us to do. That we give ourselves completely to the Lord. If you read 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15 Paul writing to Timothy said meditate on these things and Paul was telling Timothy he was instructing him on his work as a pastor and he said give yourself holy no, that is the full time ministry a day will come in the lives of some of you here you will find yourself serving God full time that you are doing nothing else in life apart from serving God working for God and building his house for 14 years of my life as a pastor I was a lay pastor and I used to work in the hospital for 14 years and I was also a pastor. By the time came I stopped working in the hospital and I gave myself fully this work. It is a season when you serve God, you will find yourself entering. Some people may never get to that point. But it is an option that must be on the mind of everyone who is serving God. But my dear friends, this morning, I am introducing to you another concept of full-time ministry. That you can be a student and work for God full time. You see, when you work for God full time, it is not the same as getting a salary from a church. A church paying you does not mean you are in full-time ministry. Otherwise, Isa, our security man, is a full-time pastor. Drawing a salary from the church does not mean you are a full-time pastor. When you are a full-time pastor or a full-time worker, it means that you have given yourself totally to that work. 
Your heart has been given to it. You see, give thyself holy. One of the meanings is to give your heart holy to serving God. There's a chapter in this book about giving yourself holy. It means to give your heart. Most of the places we work, our hearts are not there. You are just there. I, I've been saying this to you. To do what? To do what? To do what? To get some rent, children's school fees, money, chop money. I mean, you are going to have your wedding. You must go and work somewhere to buy your uh, nibi. Easy. Uh-huh. So, so, the fact that you are working at an accountant's general does not mean that your heart is there. Many people are working in places their hearts are not there. At all. Those at uh, Soja Bar, the, 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 the prostitutes at Soja Bar, do you think they are there with their hearts? They just want money to pay something. That's why they are there. The fact that you have gone to sleep with a prostitute doesn't mean she's in love with you. It's a type of employment. But as they are working, their hearts are not there. Oh, shouldn't you use such examples in church? <laughs> what I'm saying is that working at a place that's not, I'm preaching about full-time ministry and I'm saying that it is not about getting money from a church it is about giving your heart fully to the church that's so you can be a seamstress and serve God full-time you can be a doctor and serve God full-time for 14 years I was a doctor my heart has never been in the hospital never one pastor when he was a young boy in school eight years or so he was zealously preaching in church I don't know why I shared that testimony with you or that story he was zealously preaching in church he was a student class five or how old is a class five student ten, ten years preaching Witnessing Bishop Oyedepo, Winners Chapel. And his teacher called him and said, Young man, you are a student. <laughs> Stop this work of preaching and all these outreaches and things. You have to concentrate on your work now. So for being a dear dancer, I say, and now not a year a bear more, no oko is to cool, colasuku ebi, no edin fiebesse do, or cosuku now, or canna me semtra and young on the non for war, or caught a sempacatra, and a church and new friend on our train, I say, a bear mue, jaisas and pacatra and me somewhere with the other concentrate on your school. No, when the emco suku a juma who are this, say you are a student, or so will you sukuni concentrate? Mawajin emco are this, so. Excuse me, sir. No, I said, What's the saying? I don't agree with you, sir. Say, I am a full time Christian and a part time student. Today is a highly educated man. The fact that you are a student does not mean you cannot give your heart to serving God. So today for most of us here who may never enter what we call full-time ministry I'm here to say that you can be a driver 
and be full time working for God in the house of God. You the work you do to pay rent and the work you do which is your life's work. So in chapter 18, we learn about the purposes of full-time ministry. I want to tell all shepherds working here, all the workers, don't give half of your heart to the work. Give all of your heart to the work. And in this chapter, we learn why you must give your all. In Lighthouse, there are full-time pastors. And they are lay pastors. There are lay pastors who work far, 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 far more and harder than so-called full-time pastors who are about to be sacked. A day will come, God will touch your heart to stop whatever you are doing and give yourself. Jesus Christ entered full-time ministry when he was 30 years old. He was a carpenter making doors and coffins and roofing sheets and he was he was a carpenter but when he was 30 he stopped doing carpentry work and came full time so some of us god will touch your heart put this work aside and come full time but i tell you something that if you are already not a full time person in your heart towards the work of god you will never be able to put anything aside and come full time ministry to and to and to to earn a salary. So I'm speaking to accountants. Nurses. Masons. Carpenters. You can serve God full time even as you are doing carpentry work. Your heart can be fully given. And so I'm talking today about the, 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 the reasons why or the purposes for working for God this way. Where you give all of your heart, all of yourself to serving God. What are some of the reasons? Number one. You enter into that level of ministry, full-time ministry, or you must enter into that level of working for God where all your heart is given to the Lord. You go and work for a salary, but your heart is for the Lord. The first reason is that so that you will not neglect your gifts. Singers. Basel shepherds. If I 
if you don't give all your heart to God, you will, you, you, you will abandon the gift God has given you. I was in Kolebu for 14 years. But I gave all of myself. All. I was there. I went to school. I specialized. I lectured in the medical school. I did all kinds of acrobatics in the hospital. But my heart was not there. Because when you have the privilege of serving God, you must see it as a privilege and give yourself to it. There's no point preaching about full-time ministry in the church because, I mean, can you imagine if all of us are working as pastors full-time, where are we going to get, get the money to pay you? Where, are we, I mean, if it's a salary, you earn 587 cities a month, 86.50 a month. But thank God that you don't need to earn 586.50 from the church, but you can also work full time by giving your all. There are gifts in us. We are carrying gifts. I said we are carrying gifts. The gift of teaching. The gift of preaching. The prophetic gifts. The gift of management. The gift of leadership. Your gift will first Timothy chapter 4. Remember verse 15 is this verse. Please put it up. Verse 15. 1 Timothy 4. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. Verse 14, the verse before. He says, neglect not the gift that is in thee. There's a gift in you which you can neglect. There are some of you here, you are actually a pastor. But you have abandoned that gift. It is gathering dust. In fact, when we see you, we don't even see even a Christian. A lot of politicians all over the world are pastors who did not give themselves fully when they were in the church to serving God in the church. And when they are in the church and they don't give themselves fully to serving the Lord because we pastors don't tell them what this message I'm preaching you can be in another church for 100 years and never hear one line of this message I'm preaching to you. And many pastors are sitting there in, in places as politicians. And I don't blame them. Because their pastors never preach a message like this to them. After I preach, I am preaching this to you. When I finish preaching, I finish my work. You can go to hell if you want to go to hell. But I have finished my work. I said, said, you can can actually go to hell if you want to go to hell. But as for me, I have finished. Versus being in a church. You see, many years ago, can I tell a story before I close? Am I allowed, pastors? 
many years ago, years ago, when our headquarters was in Collegono, I, was, I went there for a Tuesday evening service. I had an experience which has never left me. Tuesday evening service. I was late. So I went upstairs to the gallery there. As I sat there, that place was packed. To my right was an old family friend, a non-lighthouse member. He's in another big church in Accra. So I was surprised to see him on a Tuesday evening in Lighthouse. So I said, what are you doing here? He said, Charlie, I just came because something is happening to me. So what is happening to me? He said, in my church, I think they understand the story. You don't need to interpret it. They, they understand the story. Because they watch uh, 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 Ghanaian movies. Nigerian movies and Ghanaian movies. They are speaking chi, uh, 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 like English. English with chi. That one, they can understand. They can think far. He said, in my church, for two years, I want to be a home cell leader. I've gone for, first of all, I've written an application. Oh, yes. All my stories are true. I can mention his name to you. In fact, his surname, it starts with a W. So I've written an, my interview, uh, my uh, friend is saying, application letter. Two years. I've had several interviews. Still, it's like the home cell work has been given to some special leaders in the church. Me too. I want to serve God. So I heard that in Lighthouse, that one day they are saying that whosoever will can come and serve God. Everybody come and let's go and serve God. So since I heard that in Lighthouse, everybody can serve God, I want to come and see if I can also get selection. Then I realized that what I am enjoying in my church, it is not every church that is hearing it. That is why I am informing you today that a lot of people have neglected their gifts because they either, like, like now, I'm giving you the opportunity to serve God. You will not mind me because you, you were meant not to mind me. Yeah, that's how your destiny is. Not to mind your pastor. So you can continue to be doomed and destroyed. Walk on that path. But there's a church where the pastor, like I am standing here in my suit, never says such things. He's preaching marriage prosperity, enlargement, shining, do well, be great, be powerful, and be, be enlarged, be great, be tall, but will never say that you can serve God. And serving God, you'll be surprised that in three years time, 
you will be a malam in a shrine. Ebe yon wawa se, se wen tu wun hun, an sumu nyami yea. Ebe yon wawa se, enfye mi en santamono, ube hun, na wye malam bi, ewo, obusum fye bi. If you don't give yourself completely to serve, I'm not, I be, I'm not saying stop work and be a reverend. I'm saying that as a student, as an accountant, as a banker, as a lecturer in the university, as a whatever, you can actually give you all of your heart towards serving the Lord. Obama, Obama, President Obama, Barack Obama, he's a pastor. He's a pastor. 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 I mean, I can't, I mean, the, the man is a pastor. President Obama, why are so for? When he speaks, you can see that this man standing here, but he never gave himself, he was in a church, perhaps never, he had a pastor. We all know he had a pastor, he had some problems even with the pastor. Perhaps he never heard anything about, 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 about preaching no, oh, or serving God. Oh, because I'm coming, you can be in a church and not even hear about salvation, heaven or hell. You can attend church for 10 years and in the church never hear any comment or remark about hell. One pastor, a big church pastor in America, he said, when you mention hell, you are frightening people. You frighten people. When you, when you evangelize and you present hell to them, what you are doing, you are intimidating people and forcing and frightening people to surrender to Christ. Wow! So for kuku damabia or what America memu or to me pay mu can say, Wo Kenya me sem, no bobun sam jamudia, no wunemuna asafoma. Hey, wunemuna asafoma uka or jamwa samwa, no wunemuna wama. Some of you sitting here, you are a businessman, you are a whatever man. You've forgotten some years ago, you were you were in church. You are clapping your hands in SU meetings. Today you are a big man. Even to come to church, we are, we, it's like we are lucky that a, a, a big man, an important man like you has come to church. That's how you have become. You have reduced your work with God. You are now like some big, great person. When you enter the church, it's like some, I mean, the, the pastors might actually lick every toe. Because you are a big man who has come. You are some time ago. Some time ago, you were leading prayer in church. But you never gave yourself. I'm telling you guys here, you, all of you. Look, if you joke, you'll be a drug dealer. But the next five years, 2020 or 2021, you, you, I mean you, you may be doing drugs. You. You. <laughs> Even, even to get you come, come to church For once For once I will invite you to church service on Tuesday Tomorrow is Monday The next day is Tuesday I will invite, just for, When you come on Tuesday Don't come again Because you don't even come anyway But I'm saying that just come and see something the people who come to church on Tuesday, all of them are the workers in the church, the shepherds in the church. So, so you see that when you are not even working for God, to even attend church twice a week, it's a project. Like building a dam, a Kosombo dam, it's like a project, a national project to get you to be in church twice a week, twice a week. It's, it's, a, it's a national, like, like building a dam because at the bottom of it, the bottom, at the base of it is that when you sat in church, you never allowed yourself to do anything more than just attending church. Never. Never. Some of you at the back here, some of you are very good singers. Very good singers. But you will never go and sing in the church. But a day will come, you will be singing a song of sorrow. You will be wailing with your cloth and be singing. You remember that that foolish pastor, he said it. I thought he was joking. You will be singing a song. It will be called a dirge. As you are mourning, you will be wailing. And when, when a song comes, say, hey, is that me that I'm singing? Yes, the pastor said it. That you wouldn't sing for God. You will be singing over a coffin. One of these days, soon. 
Everybody here, you have a gift. You have a gift. You have sat. I don't know whether you even brought a Bible to church. Do you have a Bible? Yeah, because it's a big man. It's like it's like we are lucky that an important. I don't. Maybe, I'm preaching. Preach. Maybe it's like some important man. It's like the pastor must even be lucky that an, an important man. I'm lucky. You are rather lucky it's to be in the preach. church. You are lucky, but you wait. You see, so we will all be there. Then suddenly, you see that the gift you have, the gift of organizing people, calling Yamesu, uh, uh, Menu, Francis, come for the meeting. Let's go out to organize people. You are using that gift to organize prostitutes. You are the one organizing weed smokers, organizing hooligans to fight people for political parties. Then the day comes when you are handcuffed. They say, hey, I had a gift. Oh, I should have used my gift for the church. I used my gift for NDC. I used my gift for NPP. That's what the Bible says. Your labor in the Lord will never be in vain. It means there are some labors I said some labors. You'll be surprised that there will be no reward for you. Today, I'm saying that I've, I've closed because my time is up. One of the reasons why we give ourselves as students to serve. So in school, they all know us as Osofo. How did the gang say it? Osofo. 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 They laugh at you in school. Sofo mommy. It's like you are an old, a cake, tetebotan type of tetequa, tetequa. When we are talking about modern, trendy, swaggy girls who have got, I mean, they've got appearance, and when they move, so wow, that's a guy is moving, wow. You, you are an SU girl with your Bible. You have made your, now they have got a hairstyle. They pull the hair like a chamber pot. Hey, like that one. Like a chamber pot. Like you are some Kolo SU girl. But may they laugh at you as a Kolo SU girl. One day, I said one day you will be in your house. They will come to you and say, advise us. Pray for us. Talk to us. This is my son. Preach to my son. And I say, you... When the chance came for you to serve God, you sat down, you felt big. Today, eh, I pray for everybody here that God will touch your heart. Go to school, go to work, earn money, but give your heart. I said, give your heart. If there are sacrifices, sacrifice for the work of God. And that labor, it is that labor. Bible says, in the Lord. In the Lord. These are the last three words. In the Lord. So not every labor is in the Lord. You can labor in the hospital. You can labor in the courts. You can labor in the bookshop. But the labor in the Lord is not in vain. May God give you this wisdom. And may this wisdom guide your life. Rise your feet in this place. Please close your eyes and let's close the service. We are late. I want to pray now before we close for anyone here who is not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. Wherever you are. You want to receive Jesus Christ. Just lift up your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, just lift your hand. Pastor, yes, I want to be born again today. 
abscess. I can see you. Lift your hands. Pastor, I want you to be born again. If your hand is up, come down. Come to me here. Come here. I want to pray for you here. Come. Take your Bible. Take your bag. Take your book. And come. Take everything and come. Clap your hands for them as they come. Come. Come to Jesus. He loves you. He can do for you what nobody will do for you. Come. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Please lift up your two hands and let's pray. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me and wash me. I'm starting my life with you. I'm not going back to the world. I've walked with you. I will serve you. I will do your will. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.